Ladies, how y'all feel? Fellas, y'all all right? <laughs> this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your intuitive energy corner. To all of you who continuously tune in to me, whether you are new, whether you've been with me since the very beginning, or you just so happen to stumble across my voice on this audio podcast, I want to let you know that I am truly, truly, truly so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for riding this journey with me and allowing me to be used as a vessel to pour into you, to encourage and inspire you to continue on your journey of personal evolution. I have received all of your emails and I have received your messages. And as I stated to you guys on the newsletter, um, I my intentions were to record on the 30th in preparation for New Year's and then daily doses would resume on the 7th of January. However, I felt it in my spirit that I needed to check in with you guys after the holidays have passed. Um, we are kind of getting into our routines again, trying to prepare and recover from the holiday rush in preparation for what is about to be one of the most monumental times of our life consciously. We are gearing up for an empowering, impactful, super, super, super incredible year, both spiritually and planetary wise. A lot of the planets that are aligning in astronomy and astrology have not been done in over 37 years. And so for so many of us, this is not just a reset of the last decade. This is a reset for most of us all our life. And so we are intentionally walking into what is about to be a new beginning, a rebirth. Technically, going by the calendar that we use in the Western world, um, the decade does not start over until 2021. However, in normalcy times, in, in the way that we look at life in increments, 10 years is a decade. So this will be starting a new decade of our life in the flesh practical way. We will be gearing up for what is sure to be a powerful time of our life. And we have been since the 1st of December on this journey of prepping. From the letting go letters to the forgiveness letters, letters of gratitude, the um, personal principles list. We have been working very hard and diligently on this process, not because we are anticipating some miraculous thing to happen immediately. No, but because we want to clear our capacity so that we're able to receive whatever is about to come to us as a form of gratitude for our service and dedication to our existence. It is beyond normal comprehension. It is not something that you can calculate in normal terms. This is something that goes deeper than anything you can imagine surface level. It is truly, truly an introspective, powerful time. This has not been an easy journey. This has not been an easy process. This has not been something that we signed up for, that we knew what was to come on the other side of it. This 30 days 
that we have been on this journey almost has felt like 30 years. It is digging up old emotions, digging up feelings and thoughts and habits that we had not released, that we had not gotten through, that we had not healed from past traumas that we had in a way married and become identified by our existence was so distorted and clarity was very hard to find because everything about who we had become in essence, isn't true. It isn't the truth of our existence. It isn't true. It isn't who we are to the core. And so trying to identify those elements within ourselves has been a very difficult journey. It has been putting yourself on a pedestal to tear yourself down, to pick yourself apart, to expose your insecurities, to share your vulnerabilities in a way that you were not wanting to do, you weren't prepared to do, and for many of you hesitated to do because you did not know what that would entail or what to expect from it. But if you look at your journey and you look at the path this last 30 days has opened for you, you will see a change, change in the way that you see things, the change in the way that you receive things, the change in what it is that you want and desire for yourself and what it is that you are willing to accept going forward. This has been a time of immense healing, recovery. And in a lot of a lot of ways, it has forced you into isolation so that you can lick your wounds in private. It's been ego shattering. It's been pride diminishing. It has been very uncomfortable, to say the least. For at least two weeks of this month, I have spent every single day crying, crying, releasing, praying, crying to repeat again. And I can't tell you that I was prepared for that, nor can I tell you that I welcomed That many emotions, even though I'm a natural moving emotion driven individual, it is very uncomfortable when you are in a place of uncontrollable vulnerability. But the beauty of this is. For many of us, we are walking into a new decade with clear eyes. Open hearts clear vision and the ability to hold at a capacity we were not able to hold before. It's almost like the butterfly effect. We are blossoming into everything that we thought we could never be. And we're blossoming into everything that we were told we never were capable of. But because of our undying faith in ourselves, and because of the belief that we know exists greater than humanity. We proceeded on this path and it is absolutely paying off. We are gearing up to some major shifts 
in 2020. 2020 is not going to be an easy breezy year. It is definitely going to be a year planetary wise, astrology wise, astronomy wise, spiritually. It is going to be a groundbreaking year. And just like any type of foundation that has to be built from the ground up, it takes time. It takes restructuring. It takes challenges that you have to work through. It takes a bit of humility to navigate through the unforeseen waters and gravel that lie ahead. And while that may be intimidating because you don't know what to expect, the reward of it is beyond your natural capacity of understanding. There are so many people who have been on this cycle, this roller coaster for so many years. And finally, you see it slowing down. You see an opportunity to shift gears. You see an opportunity to navigate and choose to be on another ride. And the ride that you're taking this time around is going to be one in which you steer. And that's really beautiful. It's inspiring. It's encouraging. It's allowing you to build your confidence in self. It's allowing you to stand up for yourself. It's allowing you to remove the myth of who you are and replace it with the reality and the truth of who you are. And that's because of the work that you're doing within yourself. It's not easy. It's not something that you could have predicted, but it is something that is beyond rewarding because you're able to stand in your truth. You're able to look anything in the eye that goes against what it is you truly feel is true for yourself and you're able to cast it out. You're willing to walk away. You're willing to turn your back on anything that causes you more dis-ease than it does peace. And that has taken you a very long time to get to that place because for so long, it has been about everyone else. Sacrificing every part of you for everyone else. Lending out parts of your soul, lending out parts of your heart, lending out parts of your mind, lending out parts of your existence to individuals who only discard it once they've used it up. And they have no ability or willingness to pay it back or pay it forward. During this journey of our life, we have encountered some individuals in which we could never comprehend being because. We're not built that way, but at the same time, it's caused you to adapt this mentality of savior. I want to save them. I want to protect them. I want to fix them. I want to change them so that they can be better, so that they can be better in the eyes of me, so that they can operate out of a better light because Currently, it's nothing but darkness. But the truth of the matter is, is we are no one's savior. We're no one's fix it person. We're no one's. Miss Potato Head navigator, right? We are individuals on a journey. Their journey is theirs and yours is yours. And of course, you can add to a person's journey by being a great person, by allowing the essence of you to help them build them up. But if someone is not willing or capable of shifting those gears willingly on their own, you're given in vain. Time is out for us 
utilizing the truth of us being good people or having a big heart or I just love unconditionally as a reason to allow people to walk all over you, disregard and disrespect you, not put you at the forefront priority wise because they assume because your heart is so big or because you love so hard that you'll always be there and you'll always be there in that space lending when they need hearing when they need checking on them randomly when they need and no intention of ever being able to receive that back. Time is out for allowing yourself to be in a deficit continuously in the name of my heart, in the name of my love, in the name of God, in the name of being a pure spirit and hoping a miracle happens that I somehow reap the benefits of overextending, overindulging, overcompensating in areas of my life that I know will never be able to repay me in any way, shape or form. Time is out for that. After so many years of neglect and so many years of abandonment and so many years of fear and so many years of hurt and so many years of pain. It's now time to choose you. And so now here we are at this place that it took a lot of time to get to the grit of who we are. And now we're having to dig up parts of ourselves that have been buried so long that it's almost like they're glued into our soul. And in order to heal from the ruptures that they've caused, you have to somehow disconnect that that has become a part of you. So that the healing can begin. Because. You can't heal with a wound that's covered. In a way to prevent. Air from hitting it or in a way to prevent it from being seen. You have to be willing to expose your truth to yourself in order to really embark on that journey. And for so many of us, this has been our journey. This year has been so transformative. It's been a year that cycles have been closing. Uh, Changes have been happening at rapid rates. We felt like we were on the edge and can't move forward. We've lost some of the things that we thought we would never lose. We've had to walk away from situations, people, places that we never thought we would ever have to walk away from only to realize we weren't supposed to be there long anyway. Somehow the things that we're supposed to see in passing, we become attached to so that we can fix it, heal it and feel like we're important enough To be cared for in that way. But the truth of the matter is, is we are allowing stagnation in our life in areas where no one even stated that was the detour. It's like. We are on a fix it journey, we just want to fix and provide and help and lend. In any area that we can, because that is a way that we feel worthy enough to exist here. We feel like our existence is paying it forward, but the truth of the matter is. Your existence is valuable 
whether you do that or not. We've gone through the depths of our paths. We have really had to deal with a lot of things and we've had to face a lot of things and we've had to fearlessly walk through blindedly areas of our life that the only light we saw was that that was in ourselves, And it's very hard to see the light within you when you're facing nothing but darkness. But you made it. We made it. Here we are. Here we are presented with an opportunity to start over, an opportunity to start new. Leaving behind the remnants of pain, leaving behind the remnants of disappointment, leaving behind heartbreak, leaving behind lackluster thought processes, leaving behind needing to be a part of cult or culturistic things just to feel like we belong. Letting go of everything that has caused us to second guess who we are, where we are and what we're here for. Walking in our truth, embracing our truth. No matter what that looks like to anyone on the outside. We're learning to be accepting of ourselves. We're learning to love ourselves. We're learning that we don't have to force love in any area that can't be reciprocated and nor should we. We're deserving of a love that's full of love and life just as we want to give it. We deserve that. But are we open to it? Hearing someone say that we deserve it doesn't mean we believe we do. And we have to know without a shadow of a doubt that if I give nothing to this situation, I'm still valuable. How valuable is your presence even when it doesn't benefit those around you? How valuable is your existence if it couldn't be calculated with a coin? Those are the things that we work towards. Those are the things that we want to embrace as our truth. Because if you can calculate my worth in a monetary value or tangible items, then I'm not worth much because in time, everything tangible loses its value. Currency depreciates after a certain amount of time. So what really makes me valuable? And what is that measured by? My value does not increase by allowing myself to be abused. My value does not increase by allowing myself to settle in areas of my life where I know for a fact if the coin was switched, they wouldn't operate that way. I know that I'm now in a space where I'm no longer treating people the way I desire to be treated. No, 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 because... Being a good person and having a big heart is my natural element, right? It's just naturally who I am. But now I understand that that doesn't change because that's who I am. I don't have to overextend, overindulge and overcompensate for someone to know my heart is big. 
I don't have to allow myself to be stumped over, allow myself to be disregarded, allow myself to be disrespected and denounced in areas of my life I would never do to other people just to show that I love unconditionally. No. No longer am I overextending my existence because I desire a certain type of love. I desire a certain type of partnership. I desire a certain outcome. No. People only value respect and honor that of which that they truly see worthy enough to be valued in that way. And there's nothing you can do to force that on to anyone else. There's nothing you can do to switch the perception of those who just don't see you that way. When people assume they are obligated to receive every part of the better you just because you have a big heart. You have to be willing to walk away and know that your heart is still big by saying no to anything that does not positively serve you. It's not selfish to require people to treat you with the same respect and honor that you give them. It's not selfish to say that I don't want to be a part of this because it does not feed my soul. It's it depleting me. It is not selfish to say I require that you be present just as I'm present with you in order for this to flourish and grow. It is not selfish to choose you over them. So I'm no longer in a space where I feel handicapped by my heart. I don't feel obligated to extend it beyond its natural capabilities of being compassionate. Me being a compassionate person, me being a generous person, me being someone who treats people fair, me being someone who cares about people on a deeper level. It's just my natural element. It's who I am. It's what I am. It's what I operate in. I don't know anything else. But how I extend it to people and in situations is in my control. Because I know what I'm valued by and because I know how powerful that is, I have no desire to overlove, overextend, overcompensate, overnegotiate and reduce my existence to belong any longer. No longer am I treating people the way I desire to be treated. No longer am I treating people the way I feel I would like to be treated. I am now extending parts of myself to those at the capacity they deserve. What does that look like? Well, that looks like giving you what you give me. Now, just because you may be a person who is disrespectful and uh, just disregard humanity, you're just the ugly soul person. That doesn't mean that I'm going to allow you to change me into that because that's not my natural element. I'm not a dark soul person. I'm not a heartless person. I'm naturally compassionate. So you get the very basic best of who I am. I'm not going to go out of my way to change who I am to be in 
comparison to you and your negligence. I can't do that. That's reducing who I am. But I'm not going to overextend myself in areas you don't deserve. Just because I have a big heart and I would I would hope that you would do the same for me, because what a person shows you is who a person is, how a person treats you when they feel they don't need you reveals a lot about who they are. And it's at that time that you have to make a decision on how you deal with them. And that's in any area of your life. That doesn't mean that you go around being an evil person. If you're not a natural evil person, that's never going to be your truth. It doesn't mean that you stop speaking to people and stop being polite and stop being who you are because someone else is the opposite. No, it just means that you're not going to go over and beyond your natural. Basic beauty. To fit into anyone's box or to make them feel better than they deserve to be. It's no longer. I hope you have a good day. No, it's I hope you have the day you deserve. That changes the dynamic of how you receive that message, doesn't it? Because if someone tells you, I hope you have the day you deserve. And you are nasty, you a nasty soul person. You're not going to feel real confident in what that what that sentiment means. Right. You're not going to. I really. Well, what kind of day do I deserve? It makes you think about the energy you put out, because then you are consciously aware that what you put out is what you get back. I'm wishing you the life that you deserve. I'm wishing you the day that you deserve. I'm wishing you the love that you deserve, not the love that I desire for you to have. Not the day that I desire for you to have. I wish you everything that you put out, you receive back. That changes the dynamic of how that is received. Have a good night. Have the night you deserve. I hope your week is amazing. I hope you have the week you deserve. That's the energy that you want to operate out of. And you imagine that being spoken to you. It makes you consciously aware of what it is you put out, because it's in the moments where you're not paying attention to your energy, that your energy manifests in a triple ripple effect. And that is how you see your seeds blossom. So now we're at this place where we are really about to walk through the gates in a new journey, in a new way, in a new opportunity to say, I choose myself. I choose my happiness. I choose my peace. I choose my love. I choose to receive everything that I deserve. On top of everything I desire. I want it all. I want the friendships I deserve. I want the finances I deserve. I want the love I deserve. I want the 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 passion I deserve. I want the health I deserve. I want everything I deserve. I want everything I've worked hard to receive because I've earned it. Not I want everything I desire because I feel entitled because God is my God. No. God isn't obligated to give you the blessings you want. 
just because he's God. God isn't obligated to give you the financial blessings that you want just because he's God. Do you deserve it? And why? You want a relationship that's a good relationship that pours into you, that builds you up in 2020? Why? Why do you deserve that? You want loyalty? Why? What degree of loyalty do you deserve? Not the loyalty you desire, but the loyalty you deserve looks like what? It's about removing the entitlement and understanding what you truly, truly, truly reap. We get very caught up in false confidence and the false reality. And a lot of times we miss the point entirely. What you've been asking for, what you've been praying for, what you have been thinking about, what you have been hoping manifests for you. It's coming. It's, it's so close. All the purging you've been going through, all the pain that you've been feeling, all of the Sadness that you felt, all the loss that you think you've taken, all of those things can't move forward with you into a new decade. You have to leave them where they are and you have to embrace the future without that. And while it all be a part of your existence going forward, it is not the entirety of who you are. And so you have to be willing to shift the way you see things, shift the way you see life, shift the way you see your ability to create, your ability to grow, your ability to expand. You have to see things on a bigger lens so that you can dive into them closer. So that you're able to truly, truly see the intricate parts that you've missed before. For some of us, that means separating ourselves from things that we've always known. For some of us, it's operating out of a way of pity. Taking that victim role. The man is against me. The people are against me. No one wants to see me survive. No one wants to see me win. No one wants me to have this. No one gives me this. No one is helping me this. Who gives a damn? That's been your story all your life. At what point does a story change? If it doesn't, you'll always receive the same results that you've always gotten. If you believe you're as powerful as you say, if you believe God is as powerful as you say, then none of that is powerful enough to stop you from receiving anything that you are meant to have. The problem is we're asking God for the cake. We want the cake, but we don't want to have to do the work it takes to create the cake. We want him to give it to us ready made so that we can reap all the benefits and enjoy and savor the moment and the taste of all of the ingredients he put the work into. But God is like, no. 
You want the cake? I'm going to give you the cake, but I'm going to give you the ingredients to make the cake. And what you make out of the ingredients that I give you is the cake that you'll eat. Sometimes we end up with mud pies. Because we didn't know what the hell we were doing with the ingredients he gave us. We had a whole attitude while we were baking. So we throwing shit in the pot that doesn't even belong. He didn't even give you that ingredient. You threw it in there because you thought it would taste better. And now you're mad at the outcome. But it's your fault. Take ownership of the mess that you made. With the ingredients that you were not given. Discarding the ingredients that you had because you thought you knew better. This is an opportunity for us to really tap into what we value the most. What do you feel your purpose is? How do you live each day? Walking in that purpose. How do you give the best parts of yourself without losing yourself in the process? How do you share your light with people without depleting the light within? How do you do that? How can I balance out my gentle emotions and also my intuitive, you know, abilities by being practical as well? How can I utilize my logic as well as my emotional intelligence? Because I know that I need them both to manifest through these in my natural element. I cannot navigate these deep waters in one area of my life. I have to be willing to balance. And how do I do that? How do I trust my voice when everyone else's voice is louder? We're about to be in a year of immense growth and it's really beautiful and exciting because I feel as though we are really finally on a time where we can make a choice for ourselves. We are anchoring our life in a way that we hadn't before. And it's a powerful shift occurring. It's a powerful change that's happening. And while it is challenging, it's leading you to your destiny and it's connecting you with those who can not only benefit from you, but help build you, help add to the pot of you, help to assist you going forward. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. So this is just a, a bonus. Uh, intuitive energy corner for you and I will definitely be with you guys on New Year's Eve on the 30th um, to the 31st I will have a special New Year's Eve audio for you and then I will be back with our daily doses on January the 7th there are some changes that are occurring. I will be doing the daily doses, um, the intuitive energy corners on Sundays and the daily energy doses on Wednesdays. And then I will also do different astrology um, uh, updates for you 
full moon and new moons as well. So I want you guys to take in what it is that is being said to you. I don't want it to get to where uh, you hear my voice so often that you do not receive what's being said, because each time that I am um, recording an audio is because there's something in my spirit that needs to be said, not because I just like to hear my voice or I like to talk. <laughs> I do like to talk, but sometimes I just like to be quiet, sitting still. But um, lately I haven't been able to do that. God has been pushing me to do more of utilizing my voice. So that's what I'm doing. Again, I thank you guys so much, so much for this journey. I thank you guys so much in so many ways. Um, I could never repay anybody for the gift that God has given me and allowed me to share with all of you. So this has been your intuitive energy corner until our last daily dose of energy of the decade. Bye.